0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 17, Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. Got a special episode for you all, uh, brothers and sisters today, AFL Grand Final Day, pretty excited by this. Uh, so head on over to Facebook, Twitter and YouTube, Funky Baz Face, we've got an AFL Grand Final Breakfast, we'll go on from 9am South Australian time. Hope you enjoy it, let us know what you think. See you everyone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18, Funky Baz and Face, Three Brothers Talking Footy. We're going to wrap up the uh, AFL Grand Final from last week. What a cracking game it was. It's pretty much our last podcast for 2018. We're going to have a little break after this. Baz, welcome to the show, mate.
1: Oh, great to be here. In Face's shed again. I am still salivating over that Grand Final last week. It was absolutely brilliant. Funky Baz and Face Breakfast Show. We talked it up and it delivered in spades. Best grand final <laughs> in the last 4,000 years, I reckon. It was sensational. Face,
0: welcome to the show.
2: Hello, Funky. Hello, Baz. Yes, welcome to the shed. Um, 18 episodes, almost uh, five months of us every week talking footy. Uh, and uh, talking a little bit of banter. How good is, how good is life, boys? Yeah, no, it's,
0: it's good for you, mate. Good, good to be <laughs> around us. <laughs> it's been uh, brilliant this year. We've got a great show tonight. We're going to uh, wrap up the uh, grand final from last week. We've got our regular segments. Baz's Bake is going to just... That, that's it for 2018. We're not going to have Baz's Bake this week. We, we might
2: have a little bit. Of time, right? <laughs> there may be We're, a late entry for Baz's Bake. Uh,
0: looks like we've got a late entry from Baz's Bake, which is very good. Um, would you rather? So I'm, not gonna, I'm not doing a Would You Rather. Oh, I had such a grand final edition of Would You Rather that's done for 2018. Yeah,
2: you, you did finish yeah. Yeah. You're lay on very that? Okay. well. So last Would week. You Rather's
0: is going to come back for next year. But I have something. We got, um, you know, Faces Fresh Finds. Yeah, that, 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 that's going to well, boys. Uh, it's yeah. not
2: just Faces Fresh Finds. Oh, it, here we go. It's a combination of Faces Tweet of the Week, Tweet of the Year and Fresh finds. Okay. wrap-up for the uh,
0: episode 18. We're going to talk about the grand final, and we've got a special guest with uh, Chris Grigg. He's an inspiring uh, man, and we know that he's um, facing, he's, uh, fighting MND, and he's raising money and awareness about um, fight MND, so we're going to have a talk to him, so looking forward to that. And we're going to uh, go through our normal banter as well, boys. Uh, Very fo- good. Followers, Funky.
1: Who are they? Well, boys, uh, I went to the Brosser presentations and I was inundated with boys that are listening to uh, Funky Baz and Face. Girls and, also, mate? Uh, no girls, just <laughs> the boys. Uh, the first one was Nick Casbolt. Now, I'm not sure if you boys know him. Gator, is he's called. Gator. Good, good Mo. Gator. Uh, very good Mo. Uh, he, is, he is the heartbeat of the Brosser District Footy Club and he, he loves uh, Funky Baz and Face. So it was great to have him on board. And the next one was Alex Stone. Three flags. Love Half-back flanker. Very close to team of the year this year in the uh, Brosser and Light. So he had a cracking year this year. He started back with us all the way back in 06, and he's still delivering. Had a son. I think he's starting to mature as a man, as a a footballer. Do you know
2: know who his idol was when he was playing football growing up?
1: Oh, no. It was the
0: face voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you it think... It may have changed. Oh, yeah, oh, do oh, do no. you think you're still his idol? No. Uh, now, what do you say that? How do you know that? What What did he say to you? Uh, Stoney was a young, impressionable
2: kid, and it was just about... Uh, teaching him the fundamentals of football back then. I don't
0: hear any evidence. Oh, how much would face of love that? <laughs> oh oh yes, yeah, son, yeah. this is what you do. Yeah.
2: Well, two-time Premiership player. It's uh, quite easy. Oh Fall in no. love with number fourteen, and
1: Stoney. The next one, Nathan Eames. Now, if ever a bloke is punching, it's this bloke here. Right, <laughs> he, he, his uh, his wife to be uh, just come over from South Gawler and uh, Lisa. And um, all of a sudden, uh, he just had uh, attached onto her. But um, So yeah, he's getting married, he lives in Virginia, um, very good footballer though, very good footballer, big, NG. quick, yeah, very good foot. when he's playing well, the Brosser Bulldogs are playing well, so um, welcome to you three boys, it's great to have you on. Well boys, uh, it is welcome to them, uh, we've got two more via
2: Twitter, we've got Winto, now interesting character, uh, he's a cricketer for the Williamstown Imperials boys, so I'm guessing it's Victorian, yes. playing over there, mm-hmm. yes. so welcome Winto, and to Brett Braytonback. Uh, he's a Crow supporter and a listener into Funky and Face, so right. welcome to our new followers. I wonder what his nickname would be. Brent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boys, um, how inspiring is Chris Greig? Oh Absolutely brilliant. Um,
1: it was just magnificent to talk to the man. What a great guy. What an absolute fantastic guy. He's doing a lot
2: for uh, within Nord and um, Athelstan, and uh, yeah, good luck to him going forward and the rest of the community that is
0: obviously supporting him. Really appreciate him coming onto our show, talking to us about what he's actually facing and the fact that he's raising awareness and money as well. And um, hopefully our brothers and sisters, they got a lot out of that. And uh, if anyone does have anything that they'd like to contribute, um, please go along and help the cause. It'd be um, great to help him out. Well, what we'll do during the week is obviously promote that through Twitter
2: and Facebook and um, spread that message as far as we can. So please share the message. As we
1: said... Cracking grand final, but how many times have you watched it, Baz? I have watched it eight times. Um, I have watched four times the whole game and eight times that last quarter <laughs> because that last quarter is just captivating. It was breathless. It was just it was, the ball was like a ping pong, and the, whatever way it went, the other team was going to win. And there was something going well at home, there. is
0: it? Just putting on the, the last
1: quarter each <laughs> yeah every probably, night.
0: Bit of tough times there, but
1: um, <laughs> Mrs Harris must be. In the no, I was. I her. was actually stopping, pausing, rewinding. It was just yeah, So there are some villains in there, boys, and um, mm. but there's also some heroes and
0: um, some nearly villains as well. So yeah. Well, let's talk about the game. It, it was captivating, wasn't it? Really, like when you look at First Collingwood quarter. coming into the game, it, they were the. Probably not the unbackable favourites, but we talked about it last week in our breakfast, the fact yeah. that um, West Coast, a lot of people were tipping West Coast. We were quite surprised by it. Yeah. When you've got your home, you're playing on home soil, you've got an interstate team coming, and you kick the first five oh. goals in a grand oh. final, the crowd are up and about, and Collingwood just looked like the unbackable favourites. To, to think at that stage you could actually lose, amazing turnaround. It
2: was a, it was a disaster start for West Coast, wasn't it, to, to have that... Um, against them from the very first start. But uh, considering how they fought themselves back into the game, massive credit to them, especially even in the last quarter. Two goals straight mm. away to Collingwood, and they still fought back. So incredible win. Do
0: you mm. think they would have been thinking about 2015? Because like, a, lot, a lot of their <laughs> yeah. players for West Coast, that they yeah. th- the players who didn't play well yeah,
2: darling, yeah.
0: in uh, Darling and Yo didn't play well in 2015, They're didn't again. play well in the first quarter either. Their resilience is quite uh, impressive. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I thought it was just just
1: fantastic, and you know, like you think of the Ryan that we pulled out of a marking contest, uh, that's not spoken about now. But Collingwood was so brave, you know. I know the, the darling, first...
2: darling the drop mark on the
1: goal line. To well, what was what the was, was to go with that? With that drop mark, that was just unbelievable. Like I I couldn't breathe that last minute yeah. thinking if he if they got yeah. the goal scored against him, <laughs> he would have to go
0: and go over to uh, Siberia, Siberia or, or somewhere. But I th- it was brilliant. I thought about that for him. It's like. Because still side bottom, rush the ball through, yeah. so they're five points down, so they get yeah. the kick out. If the kick out the kick out wasn't good Group. at all, no, it wasn't. if it actually happened to get out over, over the, the back, back, and then Collingwood were through, Darling would have... There's a couple of things I thought for Darling, he would have just hated that last minute. He had a golden opportunity to soak up 100,000 oh. people <laughs> watching him, to kick a, a goal from call. the goal square, and I, I've... I actually feel sorry for him. He missed out on that occasion. He's never going to get it back. No, no, that was
1: that would have been brilliant.
0: And he had a
2: very good second half too. So excellent second half. One single moment overshadows his second half contribution because he was good. There was there was one stat before the game, and I probably should have said it in the um, in our vodcast boys during the week. But if West Coast Eagles uh, across the year, if they have more than ninety marks throughout a game, they are current well were currently fifteen wins and no losses. If they were restricted to under 90 marks throughout the whole game, three wins and six losses. So that was massive that they had to control. They had about 100, control. didn't they? they? I think yeah. they got over 100, 110. Yep. So that put them in a great spot. They could play their game the way they wanted mm. to. Um, very, very interesting the way, the style they play.
0: I think the game had everything. It, um so many uh, changes of leads and the fact that, one thing I really loved was Ryan on Maynard. It was a real old fashioned straight through. Like, it was a real clean hip and shoulder, shoulder. Hip and shoulder to the stomach. And I was actually really impressed with Maynard as well. The fact that he was clearly hurting. He hurt himself about a couple of minutes after mm-hmm. that, went off, played out the rest of the game. Um, he's the uh, nephew to the great Rocket Maynard. Uh, sorry, Rocket Campbell, who yes. uh, I did some yeah, coaching, son. Uh, coaching with at, um, yeah. at the Eagles. So yeah, uh, right. we'll get Rocket on, I reckon, in 2019. <laughs> now, we we love Rocket, so we'll get him on. And he goes over and watches Maynard play okay. um, a, a fair bit. But that was a great hip and shoulder. It reminded me of sort of like the... Back Dan, in the but, old days. And it reminded yeah. me a bit of the Dan Hanabree, the rough head on hanbury yes, um, It was very similar to that, actually. What were your highlights, face from the game?
2: Uh, for me, it was almost that defining moment, that last bit, with that McGovern mark, so which led to the Sheed goal. Looking at that contest, Dugowie actually, it was that contest, that Dugowie stood out the back waiting for the ball to come over, where if he actually contested that time with yeah. McGovern and put pressure on McGovern, wouldn't have been able to take the simple mark, be able to play on, go down to, I can't think of that next contest. Oh, Liam Ryan took that great mark, went mm, to yeah. Sheed. You know, he waited out the back. If it went over the back, he probably would have gone into an open goal and, you know, golden goal. I guess the rest is history. But ultimately, that one single contest in that last quarter was massive in the context of the game.
0: And I think they had to win in that that one chain of events. Yeah. West Coast... They if they just lost one of those because they were down, mm. it would have been yeah, premiership over. They won three in a row. They won three. <laughs> it was the McGovern mark, the Ryan yeah. mark, and, their, um, and the, the sheep mark. Yeah,
1: big, big American Cox. He like he never misses a goal. Never misses. Mm. He, he's a straight kick. He had a chance to put him eight points in front five minutes to go. Missed. Mm. So yeah, I, you were surprised
0: moments. by my Cox uh, prediction in our.
1: He was good, though, in the second half. He was good. I was surprised. You were right the first. He was good the second half. I thought he came back well. Well, I think your quote that no
2: big forward will dominate the day, Mm -hmm. probably Kennedy was the only one that stood out and actually won in position. But he didn't kick, you know, bag of five or six, hit three, but still he was very, very good. In, In a
0: grand final, three goals is a really, really big game. Kennedy kicked three, and Cox uh, was on the way let's, to kicking three.
1: Let's talk about the kick, boys.
0: Sheed. We talked about this in Funky
1: <laughs> Baz and Face weeks ago. Would you rather have a kick to win the grand final? Yeah, we, did. Or not?
0: we did. Sheed
1: has got the kick to win a grand final, and he just it was just a beautiful kick. And you know what I love looking at is all the supporters' faces behind because you've got the Collingwood guys mm. that are just mortified. The Eagles are just jubilant. It's just... So good. Do yourself a favour. Go and watch the game again and just play it by play. It is brilliant to watch. And how
2: ironic that Dom Sheed kicks the winning goal, puts them in front of the grand final. Andrew Gaff doesn't get suspended. That's his wing. Sheed <laughs> doesn't get the opportunity to play those minutes leading good up to the grand mates. final. Very mm. cool. May not have been in that situation. Um, two things that pointed out with me, some, some great tweets during the week. One about Jeremy McGovern and his lead up to the grand final. Yep. We always hear about the stories about injuries leading up and, and what's actually happened during the week. He wasn't past fit until Friday, had internal bleeding that could have damaged his organs. Um, uh, two nights in hospital leading up. The other one, uh, that was from John Ralph. The other one was from Max uh, Lawton. He said, Every team that has drafted a Rioli has won the AFL within
0: three years. I didn't know that. That's good. So,
2: uh, local teams, <laughs> get, get on the Rioli brothers yeah. and cousins if you can. So, Hawks. Drafted Willie Senior, won the 91 flag. Don's rookie draft Dean, won the 2000 flag. Hawks drafted Cyril and won plenty of flags. Tigers drafted Daniel, win the 17 flag. And Eagles drafted
1: Willie and win the 18 flag. So there's a link, boys. But you you know what I've been thinking about a lot, and is that a lot of people hated Nathan Buckley um, in his playing career and his coaching career. And probably I wasn't a massive fan of him. He seems very arrogant. How good was he on that day? I just think... We are talking to Chris about um, how under adversity, how you react to adversity. Well, Nathan Buckley, in a sporting adversity, he was just incredible. You know, like the, the banner went down and broke and he hugged the yeah. – you know, he's got other things to think about than hugging yeah. cheer squad members, but he did that. And then after the game, he was just brilliant. He got everyone and spoke to every player
0: – his press conference was great. He went out to I, the runner. The runner was in tears after the game because yeah. he thought he cost the was off. A, was a a team call. premiership. It was yeah, a bad yeah.
2: kick anyway. It, it, the, mm. um, the young fellow, Stevenson, mm. wouldn't have got there anyway. And then
1: one of his tweets about we are the best team for tomorrow. Or I,
2: I just thought Buckley yeah. has
1: just covered himself Sh- in Shaping our
2: future, I think. Yeah, it was, like, it was just. It brutal. wasn't just that weekend. He's been awesome all year. Yeah, he was under the pump clearly right at the start mm. of the year about Eden still losing his job even though he had a two-year deal. But I agree with you, Baz. That's a great call. He he was um, unbelievable um, in a, in the face of a loss on the weekend. Now, I've got
1: something for you, lads. I haven't spoken to you about this, but um, Sportsbet have got their uh, 2019 flag favourites out. Gamble response I'm, sh- I'm sure you wouldn't have checked that out. Mm. Uh,
0: Whose favourite?
2: Richard? It's
0: a good call. I, actually, I, I have been thinking about it. Collingwood came from 13th to get within a kick of, <laughs> of winning. No one tipped West Coast. Some people tipped West Coast to sit well outside the eight this year. Richmond were 13th the year before to win the flag. Uh, Western Bulldogs, no one tipped them the year before. So I reckon if you look at this year's results is a really misleading way of predicting next year. You almost have to look outside of how this year has occurred. So, I mean, in history tells us in the last three years, do you look outside the eight? To see who can possibly well, win. Well,
1: I'll give it to you, boys. Um, so, the premiership winner is Richmond at four dollars fifty, and then Collingwood at seven dollars, Melbourne at seven dollars, mm. West Coast at seven dollars, GWS at nine, Sydney at twelve. I still haven't heard Adelaide's name yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adelaide at sixteen. So, Jeez, totally so uh, obviously with the Tom Lynch signing, Richmond are yeah you know, hot favourites again. But I tell you what, you you'd be wouldn't. Be, be uh, bad in thinking that West Coast could go back-to-back because that was just a brilliant performance for them. And they're going to get... Uh, I think they're going to get Kelly from um, Geelong as well. So, mm.
2: yeah. Um, one thing I heard about in the interviews was how tight they were as a group and the feedback and, and, and um, media here during the week is is more less about who's the best performing team, but who are the teams that are so cohesive with each other that they'll do absolutely anything to get over the line. That's got a lot to do with it. So, clearly, on the... Port and Crow's perspective, you know, our team's got a lot of work to do to um, to bridge that gap with the Richmond and West Coast and Collingwood.
0: Did you notice, boys, after the game,
2: yes.
0: they've won their biggest <laughs> game of their like, career. Oh,
2: Baz, I oh know where he's going with this. The theirs? biggest
0: game of their career. They've celebrated really hard. They've gone into the rooms and they've gone absolutely crazy with all their stuff, and then they had the decency. They've showed the respect and they've tied it up the whole place, as was the call from Funky, episode two or three, Funky, Baz and Face this year. We've seen a lot of examples. I think
1: they're, they're just trying to make sure their persona is... is Baz, is what with... did you think we did in 2006, and six seven? I um...
0: can't see us cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so you guys, you were hot on me for this, and we've seen some good examples.
2: Yeah, so... Uh... Our uh, brothers and sister, uh, Joshy Bray, uh, got on top. and uh, He did. 20, he, did, loved 20, did he loved
0: it. He loved it. Very, very good. So thanks for that, Josh. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get cracking into it, boys. Yeah, Would you rather a shell for 2018? I can't yes. go better than last, no, I last year. Agree. But I reckon I've got something better. Very good. I have, in Baz's Bake, we've talked about teams of the year. You've said your team of wankers, your team of <laughs> legends, all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to go with... Funky Baz and Face, our brothers and sisters team of the year. Oh how good's that? That's so brilliant. there's Jeez. a couple of conditions. So uh some people are gonna get a little bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> not the team of the year. I tell you what, this is a bloody good team. <laughs> the forward line is outstanding and maybe a forward line doesn't can, I just, can I just say, or...
1: before this is read out, this is all on
0: Funky. This is not from Nothing from know, Face. Yeah. And no. face. All right. is, it... there, is there a Funky
2: Baz and Face? Do we get a position, or is it more about our brothers and You're going
0: to have to wait to right. find right. out. Right. Here we go. We'll so a uh, couple of conditions. Uh, you need to listen to us. Yeah, and I need to be able to see that you can listen to us. And so you've probably listened to us on Anchor, uh, through the Anchor um, app. Yep. Uh, the other one is is you've had some sort of banter with us or you've liked us on Twitter or Facebook, Facebook. or something like that. Yep. Have a listen to this Ford line. Alright. Okay. Ford Pocket. Roger James. Oh. Twenty-three goals in one game. Oh. And you know who's next to him? The big G Maddie Gale yeah. whose uh commentary Legend status, oh, 20, 20... Get get it down there. We're gonna kick forty goals. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, good start. Twenty goals in one game. You think there's forty three go- potential when's, goals there. Where's
1: this team actually playing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um in the it's forward like pocket, pistol Pete. <laughs> <laughs> pistol well, so pistol Pete. he's been all over us this yeah.
1: year. I, I, like no offense, Pistol Pete, but you're probably gonna struggle for a kick. I should have <laughs> I
0: reckon he's a potential tagger. He's tagged us yeah. all year, so he's a potential tagger. Um Daniel Healy, five-time premiership player of the Central District Football Club, uh, St. Kilda. He follows us on Twitter. He'd be rapt that he's got our team of the year. Uh, He was a um, first-round draft pick for St. Kilda. Ex-teammate of mine. Yeah. We both went in different directions. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's a half-forward flank. Uh, Centre-half-forward, one of the most difficult positions. Brent Ritchie. Ooh, Brent Ritchie. Brent Ritchie. Ritchie. Yeah, it is a a good call because um, he's... Listen to us all week. He yes. came up with some outstanding stats. He told us that West Coast going to win. He did. West Coast did win, and a lot of the reasons he that did he did say the going to dominate, though. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah. um, on the other half, forward flank, uh, opposite Brenton Rich and Daniel Healy... Donkey Magoo. Oh, yeah, on your donkey. For the name of Donkey Magoo. Now, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. If the big G is commentating, Donkey Magoo picks up. Like, wouldn't you just love to hear Donkey Magoo? <laughs> Dennis Committee. <Kometi. laughs> if, if Dennis out Yeah, to G, On know. the wing, Jason Earl, the doctor. <laughs> the doctor. From Malala. So he's Silky listened Spills. to uh, every episode. He's given me a lot of banter to say, listen very, to very In up. the middle, Scott Burns. Oh, Burnsy. Um, Collingwood hard. captain, 265 games. Oh, AFL legends. That's a lock, that one. Uh, on the wing... Bronny Venning. Bronny Venning. Bronny Venning. Very um, good early. Early listener yeah. yes. and good feedback. She said, get rid of the song. Yes. The song was gone. So good feedback. I yeah. quite like that. Yeah. Halfback flank, Chris Greg, Yeah. Um, inspirational. Inspirational. Love the chat with him. Nothing's yeah. getting past the half uh, seven, seven best and fairest, uh, male medal, two-time oh. premiership player. And just... This is a good team. That pales into insignificance with um, just the... Absolute courage that he's facing off the field. So, yep, well done. Uh, A lot of inspiration for him. This is going to have some controversy centre half back, MZ. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> David Evans at half back. Yes, yeah. Mark, I should yes. be there. Yes. So I haven't played footy for over footy twenty in years. Put Mark. I played in the vintage rules this year. Ten minutes in, I hadn't got near it, and I got a lovely oh, handball yeah. from MZ. Oh, and it's like I, I owe that man my first stat <laughs> after twenty years. MZ is in. Hold up
2: the defence, MZ.
0: Um, half back flank, Andrew Crow. Andrew Crowell. Yeah, the Diggity uh, Dog.
1: Yeah, the Diggity Dog. <laughs>
0: uh, he follows us on Twitter. He's the Head of Welfare and Wellbeing, and he also passed our interview with the Big G on through the Brisbane Lions boys, and um, they are pretty happy with it. Uh, in the back pocket, I've got two people in one position. I'll tell you why. I've got Rusty Ump and Kristen Thomas here. Yeah. The reason why is they're they, married. They're married, and they listen to our podcast. Oh no, mate,
2: you listened. <laughs> they, they start
0: the weekend off listening to Funky Baz and Face, so they're awesome. in one position there.
2: Enjoy the back lines together. That's awesome.
0: Uh, full back, Ashley Ross, and he's our captain. Oh. Ooh. So he's made our T-shirts. He's put our faces on there, and... He AFL Grand Final Breakfast, day. he's worn our T-shirt, yes. tweeted out amongst his followers, In Sydney. great <laughs> start yes. to AFL Grand Final Day, with his kid wearing our T-shirt, yep. there could be no more commitment than great what work-ish. he's done. Um, uh, back pocket, uh, Patrick Keem. Patrick Keem is a half-back flanker for local footy, he's good given interview. us an inside good interview, good interview. Yep. so yep. He's, he's our back pocket. He normally plays half back flank, if you remember, but he can't fit in the half back flank in this team. <laughs> um, our followers, uh, Ruckman, Ross Christie. Big Roscoe. Yeah, Rosco, Yeah, he gets in up. there. Um, yeah. he, he was. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. He's lucky to be in there, but we need a Ruckman. And very good-looking too. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd say that about him, so he's our Ruckman. Um, our Ruck Rover in old terms, 142 listens for our episode, Josh, Josh Bray. Bray. yes. He was, so he's our first... Ake. Eight premierships. Eight, um, a he's, our, he's our vice-captain, 142 listens oh, for his episode. Get around him. Our rover first interviewee, Maddie Steltzer. Ooh, Ooh, very yes. good call. Very nice. Smash
2: It Fitness. Uh, yes.
0: On the bench. He was going to be a sponsor too, boys. We should follow that up. Actually. Yeah, we do, yeah, we'll we do need a fo- um, um I think he said he was going to sponsor us if someone actually joined Smash yeah, It Fitness. Yeah, okay, which cool. obviously someone no one has. <laughs> On the bench, Rick Lane. I just wanted to put him on the yeah. bench. <laughs> so he came in, he promoted vintage rules. I just yeah. want him on the bench. If we yeah. played a game, I want to see him jump the fence and not pay the admission money. <laughs> um, also on the bench, faces tweet of the week. Yeah, you know, t- tweet of the week.
1: <laughs> oh, we put oh, it on boy. the
0: bench for the year, and also oh, uh, fu- like funky shit or shines on the bench as well because we like bench it during the year. Yeah, yeah you're honest. Um, with... Christian Bray is on the bench. He's listened to just about every episode. I can see and it through team. Anchor. Yep. He hasn't shared it through social media. So that's Come on, that's a something that he can work on <laughs> for next year to get on the field. Yeah. Uh That'll be Tara movie. Gallarello as well. And so Matt. and husband Matt. Which means I she's playing. I just couldn't yes. find a position for it, but she's been a very good listener. Um Emergencies, Magazine yeah, and Yeah. So I listen to every week. They even sat in the car while we recorded an episode. Don't want them to talk though. I, I, I can't know. like their ideas and some of the suggestions. We, you know, just want to remove them. If we um, wanted to get into the retirees market, maybe we'll bring them in, <laughs> but we don't want to at the moment. Uh, oh, the other boys. emergency. Let's be let's be honest. Our vodcast, our YouTube clip of the AFL Grand Final <laughs> breakfast, we had forty three views. Boys, yeah, I, I was shattered yeah. with that. That's an emergency. It doesn't make the team. Yeah, so no, that's I that's agree. Yep. Umpire. The 2018 Golden Whistle win in the Brossel Light. No, Rob, Rob, Rob Polito. Polito. Rob Polito. Rob yeah. Polito. Absolutely
1: outstanding.
0: it's a great, now, great team. apologies. Ooh. These people couldn't make our team. It's a tough team. So it, um, they've got some uh, incentive for next year. And this is the first one's going to be controversial. And this is going to hurt, Matthew. Jess Adamson. No, fair enough. She So so, <laughs> no, no, fair enough. so she likes us, but she's got a big she, following. She, could give she more. needs to promote Funky Baz and Face more. If she promotes yeah. Funky Baz and Face, she's going to be in the team for next year. I totally agree. Because there's a lot of lot of upsell there. So she's... Like sorry, it. Jess, you don't make it. No. Uh, Jock Cameron. Yes. Uh, so good player, but doesn't make our team. No. Jimmy Norris, unlucky. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He, he's unlucky, but I can't...
1: Very unlucky. Look,
0: Why is that? Look... The strength of the team is the ones who miss out. Yeah. He's been excellent all year, oh. but nah, there's some upside there. Gee, that's unlucky. Tell you
2: what, there's going to be a, a spill here with our leadership.
0: The Walkerville Footy Club, yeah, <laughs> they're out. Yeah. And and the Goodwood Saints under tens, they're out too because they uh, pretty much brought our introduction every week. Yeah, I agree, I agree to, with the Goodwood Maddie. Saints. Yeah, very
2: unlucky Walkerville. No, nah, they're out. Joseph Rick and the boys there at Walkerville. They don't know
1: who you are, mate. They're, they're
2: running a good... And just to uh, as this will be broadcast on Saturday morning, they're running the Bunnings uh, Sausage Sizzle at Kent Town. So uh, if you need uh, some screws or just uh, need a snag, go are down to... Are you getting the behind tip. the
1: barbecue, folks?
2: Uh, I might not be <laughs> <the way. laughs> Exactly. Exactly. But good luck to the, the Catters for
0: 2019. Uh Rob. Radelaide Rob, great Twitter name. Uh, number one. He was our number one. Very good. Listener. Yeah, so um, he can promote us more next year. Yeah. Uh, Simon Bentz listened to us a lot. Good mate of mine Benty. as well. Yeah. Uh Copper and Chockball as well. Chockball. Yeah. yeah.
2: Copper's on good. the sidelines. Very good. Needed. That's the 2018 team. Really enjoyed that. mate. Uh, well done, mate. Well done boys. Everyone.
1: That is brilliant. I'm very happy with that. Now, I'll tell you what. I was happy with that, but I'm not happy with this, boys. I'm not happy. Not happy, boys. i tell you why I'm not I'll tell you why I'm not happy. <laughs> is that what is going on, now I try not to make this too crow-centric. Our face over here is very crow-centric. What's going on with our Adelaide Crows and the fact that we don't recruit big names, okay? All the other clubs, they put out the big money. We say we're going to pay you four billion dollars for eighteen years to, to come into our club. We give our little, our little four hundred thousand. There you go, mate. Have your little, have your little pay packet. But <laughs> what is wrong with us that we don't pay the big money? Why is do we not have the model? I want to have a meeting with Fagan and ask him what is going on, boys. Like Collingwood have got uh, going for May. Richmond have signed up Lynch. Uh, Western Bulldogs are going hard. Ch- our Wingard, yeah, yeah. W- Wingard, like it is unbelievable. I'm not sure why it is, boys, but I think maybe is it because of the model. I, I want to hear your feedback on it. Like our model is that we even it out over the yeah. all the players. We don't have you know a guy that can't kick at the end. We have all sort of consistent players like McKay and you know Douglas <laughs> are on decent money. Those sort of guys that aren't in your top. I don't know. Other clubs don't have that. I-
0: What are your thoughts, lads? When uh, Dangerfield left, there's a potential million dollars in the cap there to either get a gun. Maybe it is the philosophy of we'd spread it so we have greater depth rather than going for the guns. I guess the the North Melbourne model is get three absolute guns and and pay them a ridiculous amount of money. You know, is that going to...
2: Richmond have got Martin that's on a million plus too. So they've got... Two, three... Mm.
0: What about Melbourne? Uh, they paid Lever massive money. Now
1: they're going for May. May I, yeah. I, I, I mean, they they got, got a sensational I team. It. I don't get it either. I, is our salary cap smaller, face? I, I, I don't well, know. I did hear during the week that Port
2: are paying at the lower end of the salary cap too. So they've got the ability that... They're not going to go out and lash out on Wingard by the sound of things. He's going to go to Western Bulldogs because he wants a million a year. I think it's um, part um, trying to create that... that um, Community within the team that no one's on massive money and they just get yeah, why, you stand at a place. Why is our players
1: leaving then? So yeah. anyway, boys, I just it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, this next few weeks, like how well does the AFL do it? The, if the season finishes and then we go into trade and then we will go into draft and then we'll go pre-season. The, the, the year never really stops. No, it Funky Baz and Face are going to have a well-earned rest, but <laughs> we're going to come back bigger and better mm. to get bang into it, and we're probably going to do a draft special in a couple of weeks.
0: Probably the interesting question for you is, would you pay Polak or Shield a million dollars to play for your Crows?
1: Yeah, I, I would, actually. Like, I mean, it's easy for me to say because I'm not doing all the money, but I just think we need that star power. We don't really have that, do we? Is Polak
0: worth a million dollars?
2: Nah, no, Polak's not. I'd... Definitely get Shield across for that. You know, you probably don't yeah. see him enough because he plays for the Giants and we don't see enough of their games, but he, he to me,
1: I would prefer him. Well, closer to the home, I'll give you one. Wingard, would you give him a million dollars? To I reckon to the I would. Crows? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, I think he, he's got so much upside to yeah. him. Yeah. Like, I think he's been a bit bored playing at Port. Yeah. Like, I think... So yeah, he'd, if be, you got yeah, him, he'd be the Crows' highest paid player. Yeah, Something he'd have something to prove. Yeah. I think he would just, like, imagine him playing against Port. Oh, that'd be sensational. Yeah. That would be good.
2: I would like the Chad.
1: What do you got, Face?
2: Well, boys, uh, obviously alluding to it at the start of uh, the um, episode, a bit of a combination. It's been uh, 18 weeks of episodes. Started off with tweets, now we're going on Face's fresh finds. So we're going to start off with uh, a couple of tweets, and this comes from 20 years and counting, clearly a Crows man. He said, uh, this is talking about the trade. So a couple of trade tweaks here. The trade hasn't started, and I'm already sick of, of, of hearing the following words, sayings, and things. Club of choice, destination club, officially nominated, hardball, breaking news, missing piece, premiership window, Terry Wallace and Sam McClure. So clearly, it's quite ironic, isn't it? They're playing t- trade radio, and it hasn't even started yet. It, so it's been a week of
0: I listened of to 20 thoughts. minutes of it, and I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I've heard on yeah. uh, radio. I actually quite like it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like listening to it, actually. It but... just replay after replay of yeah, yeah, what they're yeah, saying. Um, and...
2: Another one from uh, the AFL actually tweeted out that Jesse Hogan has toured Fe- uh, Fremantle's facilities. <laughs> oh, I like this. And Richard Hines came out. Uh, he's a, a broadcaster of the ABC and uh, ABC Offside, As he said... This should definitely become a dating term. She's not my girlfriend. We're just touring each other's facilities. So I thought that was quite funny.
1: Oh, no, I've got a, a one on that, which <laughs> may not is there. It took him four hours to uh, tour the facilities, and someone said, Could you smoke smoking a dart every five minutes. <laughs> 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 i to
2: go outside. Maybe I should have used that tweet instead, because i uh, got a hell of a lot more laughs.
1: Um, boys, not sure if you've seen
2: this during the week, changing sports, but th- to the thirty sixes. So um, we all know about how Mitch Creek went overseas to try and chase his NBA dream, and then we got to Kevin Brooks, who runs a basketball um, clinic back here in Adelaide. A lot of a lot of um, uh, animosity about Kevin Brooks, uh, sorry, about um, Mitch Creek and his leaving and obviously being signed by the NBA. Very good
1: looking man, Mitch Creek. Very good looking man.
2: That's good to know. Um, it was about, about that sign off on fee and whether um, Adelaide would get anything to stop his transfer. He's tweeted with Kevin Brooks during the week. The, the crux of the story is that um, he tweeted a, a very historic um, photo of the Sixers celebrating the 86, 98, 99, um, uh, what are they called? Championship, Championship. Championships yep. that they win in basketball. Um, he said um, about taking the painting off the wall, I would have flown back to dig it out of the rubble myself. The wall is historic just like the rest. Hope you're well. And Kevin Brooks, who's actually an assistant coach at the 36ers, said the Wall of Names will remain. Um, our spirit lives on, but our club culture is dead. I think that's fascinating that a current assistant coach has said oh. that the club culture is dead. This if if, that, if that was, was an starts, AFL, yeah, he would, would be sacked. Up. Yeah, that's He'll right. He would be sacked, but it's not yeah. talked about at all. Yeah. Uh, incredible that that's, yeah, you're right, gone unnoticed. Um, number four boys, uh, a lot of talk about the Bachelor this week and the Honey Badger and his decision. Uh, we talked earlier in the week about um, Alf and Osa and uh, how he's a great good on lot. Good on
1: him,
0: Honey Badger.
2: If he's not in love, mate, he shouldn't no. have to
0: pick anyone. That's fine. He, he's got. I heard today he got paid a six-figure salary. He gets to tour all these places. He <laughs> gets to flirt with all girls, and he's still become, still a bachelor. Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's my tweet.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. <laughs> Nick Cummins got six
2: figures to be the bachelor. Got to spend two months feeding the gorgeous women, a free te- trip to New Caledonia, and gets to remain a bachelor. How good is that? With the with the clap hands. So well done, Funky. The last one, boys, is from the Yarra Junction. Now this is uh, an AFL game that's happened um, in Victoria. Um, Yarra Junction, uh, uh, an hour and a half east of Melbourne, um, and it was a. Uh, about Yarra Junction, who won the—they were the premiers—they beat Seville by 16 goals, so it was a massive smashing. But it's more the story about um, a a supporter of Yarra Junction called Andy Berto, and he received a premiership medal um, after the game. I've got some um, some audio here that we can all listen to. We're
1: now going to.
2: Sorry about that. One second. Here we go. We are going to present the winning team their medals. But
0: first, we're going to make a special presentation. The first medal goes to Andy Bairstow. So here's Andy. Going the stage. Gets his medal.
1: pumps the air. So who is Andy Bairstow, guys.
2: So... Sorry about that. Um, So Andy was uh, born with Down syndrome and served as the Eagles water boy for the best part of 20 years. Um, He has waited... 28 years for this team and this club to win um, a, a, a premiership, uh, be a premiership side. Um, he basically the, the video shows him jumping off on stage, the first man to get the medal before all the players. That's brilliant. He kisses the medal, jumps on the steps. He's in the premiership photos with all the boys. Um, all he wanted to do was just win the the big one with all his premiership teammates. So hats off to Andy um, for that.
0: Great story. Great story. Great story.
2: And that's what Funky Bazzard Face is all about. Is about the community what our um, local heroes can do within our sides, even if it is in Victoria. The last one, boys, I've got is um, Tess Magin. Now, obviously, we've spoken about Jack debuting for Collingwood this year. We've got um, uh, Benny, who's over in, I think, Germany now, um, playing basketball um, in the Bundesliga League of the League. Um, now we've got Tess Magin who, following knee and ankle reconstructions, she won a silver medal for the Australian Opals. So she played um, with uh, Liz Cambridge and all that side. Um, they lost to um, Spain, I think it Probably lost. USA, probably USA. Um, during the week, so, yes, sorry, lost the USA seventy three fifty six in the gold medal decider. So congratulations to Tess, Williamstown local girl, um, to be uh, over there and, and playing it and playing in the decider. Congratulations to her.
0: Talented family, the imagines. Absolutely. So we're pretty much going to wrap it up for twenty eighteen. We might come out with a couple of things we haven't really thought too much nah, or no, planned nah, it, but um, that's pretty much the AFL season for twenty eighteen. Every week, boys, I've loved getting together with both of you and sitting down and having a chat, talking about footy, unearthing the local legends, having a bit of banter. It's been brilliant to uh, do that, so I've loved that. I've got so much out of talking to and unearthing our local legends. I reckon that's been a brilliant thing that we've done this year, to talk about people who can achieve so much, whilst also there's so many other things to do as well. It's easier to say, no, I won't do that. But you know you got your family, you got your work, and for people, we've been talking to people who've achieved a lot just through local footy. And Chris Greed tonight was just outstanding yeah. outside of footy as well. The to talking to the people that we've talked to this year has been outstanding, and uh, the fact that people actually press play and listen to us idiots <laughs> engage with uh, uh, this week. If you remember episode one, we actually said that if uh, we'll probably get three plays or we might get ten plays, it'll be us. <laughs> playing it a couple of times each week and and maybe our parents that hopefully it's given people a bit of banter and uh, hopefully they've enjoyed listening to us. Thanks to you, Funky. Baz, on behalf of us two,
2: Funky came up with the idea to set this up um, for us to catch up. So thanks, Funk, for getting this up and going and getting us uh, done with technology, uh, even though we've had a couple of (laughs) bad moments, Um, but clearly we're getting better. And if you're hearing episode one... Just don't listen
0: to it. <laughs> I'm, look, Very good. I'm looking forward to next year too. We're going to uh, get together, have a bit of a planning session, work out what 2019 is going to be like. If our brothers and sisters have got some ideas of what they want in 2019. Yeah. Anybody wants
1: know. to uh, recruit me, well, then uh, you boys can bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought you were going to talk about climate, mate, if they're a bit hot or a bit cold. No,
0: mate. No, no. It. So thanks no. for listening this year. Everyone's been uh, awesome, and uh, we'll be back at some stage later on. Cheers, See Funk. See, See you, next boys.
1: Thank you. Oh.